Another Hamilton Masterclass brings us a thrilling first ever edition of the Qatar Grand Prix, where the title race between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton continues to impress. This is the Qatar Grand Prix. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Formula One Cast Podcast. As we approach the last two races of the season, Arno, Giacomo and myself We'll be looking back at and discussing the most recent Grand Prix, the first ever <laughs> Guitar Grand Prix at the Lausanne circuit, followed by some more general discussion regarding the drivers and the constructors' championship, as well as recent F1 news. So, Giacomo, what did you think of the race? Hey guys, and thank you, Louis, for that wonderful introduction. You know, I have to say this was probably one of the most exciting races uh, so far. You know, we're getting close to that end. Uh, with a really small space between uh, the points between Max and Lewis, you know, so we'll have to see how this plays out in the in the next couple races. I have to say that uh, Saturday was an Ill- a really interesting day for this Grand Prix, you know, considering the um, the penalties that were given to Max, especially to Max Verstappen and uh, and Bottas. So Hamilton, obviously, he had a great. Uh, qualifying he got the pole position in uh, less than a minute and 21 seconds Verstappen he he did get the place right behind Hamilton uh, but the stewards they found out that uh, he had failed to respect the double yellow flag uh, the double yellow flags that were waved after Pierre Gasly's car had uh, stopped uh, in the straight with a broken front wing and in puncture so he was handed a, a five-place grid drop due to this. This obviously gave Lewis a a pretty big advantage, not only for the spe- this specific race, but also for him to catch up to Max uh, in the race for the for the world title. Uh, despite Lewis winning the race, uh, bringing him closer to that first place, uh, Max managed to come second and get the fastest lap. So for now, it's he's been able to keep himself in that uh, top position. But as I mentioned before, we'll have to see how this plays out in the uh, in the next last two races. Arno, what did you think about this race? Uh, I actually agree. I, I think it was among the better races because there was a bunch of overtakes. And we also saw Alonso back on the podium, which and mm. that was seven years ago. But just to comment on how close they are. I think Hamilton and Max are just separated by eight points now. So um, what's going to happen now is that if they both don't DNF and they finish first and second like they did before, this one point for fastest lap will matter so much. And I think this really shows how teamwork is really important in F1 because now Red Bull or Mercedes can use their second driver, Bottas or Perez, to try and steal the fastest lap of either Max or Hamilton. And this is kind of shown as well in Alonso's situation when he was fighting for the podium uh, on the on the team radio. You can clearly hear him say, uh, get Ocon to defend like a lion because mm. that's what Alonso did for Hamilton in Hungary and then um, holding off Hamilton and then Ocon could win in Hungary to get his maiden win. And uh, I think this is something that people who aren't into F1 don't really understand is that although there's this competitiveness between drivers drivers themselves and they try to beat each other as much as possible ultimately the greater good is for the team and the constructors championship and people can really work together 
as highlighted here by Alonso, asking Ocon to do him a favor, which, you know, Ocon tried his, his hardest against Paris, but Paris's car was just better and he got passed. But still, maybe there was a bit of defense by Ocon, which led uh, Paris to be slowed down and hence Alonso could take his first podium in seven years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, you you mentioned as a start when you, you did your race review on it, um, just how close uh, this title fight really is, I guess. And I, I saw something today, and it's um, if Hamilton wins the next race and Max Verstappen comes second and gets fastest lap, um, they'll be going into the final race of the season on equal points, uh, which I just think is quite crazy, seeing how that is possible and really could happen. Um, yeah, I, I was reading about the the actual tiebreakers, and Max has quite an advantage in case they both DNF and they enter the last race on equal points. It would be Max who wins the championship because he has more wins. Yeah. So that's also something that could possibly be because last race, you know, they'll fight so hard for the championship. Who knows? They might crash, and then yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, then uh, Max would take it. Yeah, I saw that. I think it's um, first they check for uh, first place wins and then they won't be. But obviously, if those were to be the same, they go to second and third and so on. But uh, yeah, right now it's nine wins to Verstappen and seven to Hamilton as it stands. Um, so yeah, Verstappen would have the advantage. And um, speaking of Verstappen, just want to highlight his uh, opening lap um, at this race. Uh, in Qatar, you know, I think it was quite remarkable seeing Max go from seventh place to fourth, uh, all the way to second on lap five, you know, where it seems that the grid penalty didn't really affect him much other than not being able to pass Hamilton. Uh, I think passing the rest of the grid seemed like a piece of cake for Verstappen, um, and he didn't really seem to struggle much. Um what did you think about Verstappen's drive, Giacomo? I think it was great. You know, he's had a, a great season. And uh, I think that if he continues like this, he'll have a great chance to win that championship. And he definitely deserves it, you know, as much as Lewis does. But I have to say, personally, I, I would prefer to see a, a new driver to win it. You know, I also wanted to comment on, on Bottas. Um, we saw in this race, unfortunately, he got that tire puncture, uh, the tire puncture, as uh, as many others drivers did. Um, well, this was very unlucky for him. He he definitely could have used this race as a as a way to help not only Hamilton but also Mercedes for that uh, constructor championship. We saw him get that grid penalty from uh, like uh, Verstappen did due to the yellow flags and the qualifying. Started off sixth. Had an awful start going back uh, below 10th, if I'm not wrong, and had a and then managed to catch up back to top five. Um, we'll see how that plays out. We know he he's leaving for uh, Alpha Romeo next year. I'm not sure if if that could mean he's a uh, he's uh, less willing to help Mercedes or if he's willing to fight till the end. Um, we'll see about that, but. Uh, yeah, Arno, do you have anything to say? Yeah, just about Bottas, I think it's it's such a pity for him because he he's quite a good driver and sure he'll get his chance in, um, in Alfa Romeo next year, but here with Mercedes with this really good car, it's just you can see how um, 
you can see how when Bottas got behind this train of cars and he just couldn't get past, I think it was the head uh, engineer, James, um, or, or I forgot his name, but he went on the radio and said, Bottas, you have to get past these people. So it's really like they're making sure that they, um, that they force Bottas to do these things, uh, that, that he has to get past these people because it's so important for them. Here again, highlighting how they need every driver to do the best as possible. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a massive element. You know, it really is a team sport. I think it um, would be impossible to say that it is a one-man show, especially for the, for the Constructors' Championship, you know, with uh, the fights going on. Obviously, there's um, Red Bull... Mercedes, and then we've got uh, Ferrari, McLaren, and then Alpine and uh, Alpha Tauri as well. So it's quite it's quite um, intense. Yeah, McLaren are actually doing very bad. The last and this triple header, I saw, I think they got three points. Ferrari forty seven points. So that that gap is becoming a lot bigger between them. Where McLaren started off better, however, now yeah. they're. Uh, they're getting quite far behind. It's a uh, 297.5 for Ferrari and 258 for McLaren. So unless there's some DNFs, I think Ferrari could be taking third place here. Yeah. Great to see that. Yeah. Great to see after their pretty bad season last, last year. You must be very as happy. A, Jack. Yeah. As a Ferrari fan, as a proud Italian Ferrari fan, I have to see, uh, this is great. We'll see how this also plays out next year with the big changes. Uh, you know, hopefully, they'll, they'll be back to where they were in the, in the early 2000s with uh, Schumann. Yeah. Um, well, just to comment on that, actually, Anna, I think, um, yeah, because Norris scored one point in Brazil and Ricardo uh, didn't score any. He DNF'd. And... Uh, in Mexico as well, uh, Norris 10th, Ricardo 12th. So, you know, I think they had a very good start um, to the season, McLaren, uh, especially with Lando performing well and getting that podium um, on the first race of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, I don't know, since the uh, summer break, it hasn't been going so well for them. What do you think? I think they probably should have... Maybe done what Mercedes did, right? Taken a, a great penalty for a new engine because they had the speed at the start. So why wouldn't they have speed now? Maybe, I mean, I don't know, obviously, but it could have to do with their engine. And Mercedes clearly were very smart to give Hamilton this penalty. He got past everyone. And now he's got this car, which is running so smoothly, so quickly. Maybe it wouldn't have been a bad idea for McLaren. Uh, here in Qatar because there was only three races left take a penalty and then at least they have a more fit car for uh, for the battle with Ferrari in the next races mm. yeah, yeah I, de I definitely agree um, yeah, it's a... Jack Giacomo yeah. would you like to do you have anything to say about um, Perez's performance at Red Bull well, what do you think how do you think the season's been you know obviously after we've seen uh, Gasly give it a go, Albon give it a go, do you think Perez is finally think, fitting in? I think Perez has had a bit of a, an up-and-down season. We've seen him, I think, 
we've seen him perform less well in qualifying and then do better in the, in the races, you know, catching up, uh, getting those positions. In the races where he was able to uh, um, qualify in a, in, a, in a higher position, he was then able to also get higher points in the race. You know, he'd have to, he'd have to try less for catching up to the top. So I think it's it's good to see him in a in a good car in a fast car with a good with a good teammate. But I think he has to just improve his qualifying pace as he has been doing uh, recently. You know he qualified. Uh, where did he qualify this race? Actually, never mind. He did. He qualified 11th. So that's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, he should he should try to qualifying in the high, in the higher grid places, then perform as best as he can in the in the races. That's all I have to say on him. Other than that, I think he's a great driver. You know, he puts everything into into uh, into the races to help out the team and uh, and yeah. I think he's arguably the best at tire management. I'm just thinking about. I think it was a secure Grand Prix when he won from 20th on the grid. Like, put into perspective, Hamilton did this with a Mercedes. He did it with a racing point car. Just the, the whole idea of this is so crazy to me. And I think next season, although the cars may change, the cars will change for everyone. And then I think he'll really shine and he'll cement his place either third, maybe even second, uh, or fourth in the drivers' championship, and he will help Red Bull a lot more next season because he'll be more used to the car. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think you know everyone's quite focused and rightfully so on um, Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton right now. Um, but on honestly, if we look at Valtteri Bottas and Sergio Perez in third and fourth, you know Bottas is on two hundred and three points, and we've got Perez on one hundred and ninety. Um, they are really just so close and it, it is a battle um, like Verstappen and Hamilton for, for third place. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's great to watch. Um, so going into Saudi Arabia, our next race, you know, just to expand on, um, on how close this battle really is. Um if Verstappen would finish first with the fastest lap and Hamilton finished sixth or lower, um, Verstappen would take the championship, which really just shows, uh, you know, how one mistake could lead to Verstappen or Hamilton taking championship. I think the key now is not even... it's in, Of course, they have to race, but if you race, there's a higher chance of crashing and a crash would just ruin it for... For both of them, although Hamilton's behind, if Max Verstappen DNFs, then it's almost over. So I feel maybe, I'm feeling maybe there could be someone else who wins in Saudi Arabia because I think they'll both play a bit conservative. And then who knows, maybe we'll get another surprise Ocon victory or another surprise person who gets out on top because they're not racing as hard as they would normally. Mm. I mean, would you guys rather see... Uh like a secured win next race or a final race where everything is still yet to be decided? You, you know, I think, I think most F1 fans um, overall would probably want to see it go to the last race. And that, that's personally where I stand because I think um, just the euphoria of seeing 
two teams uh, battling it out, two drivers, um, you know, some of the best ever, I would say, uh, battling out, battling it out, sorry, um, until the last race, the very last race, and possibly, you know, the very last lap. We'll see how it goes. Um, it's just uh, crazy to me. Yeah. Oh, no, what I agree we, with that, Louis. What I would agree you? that. Yeah. Um, I think I think yeah, it it would be the the first time that I because this is only my second real season in F one that I've been following closely, and I got quite lucky right that it's so tight because if I joined any other season in the most recent years Hamilton won really easily, and I just think that if it were to come down to Abu Dhabi and it were any bit like the first race of the season where they're battling it out to the last lap, we get those funny Amazon web services coming up a predicted gap to overtake is four laps, but there's only five laps left. You know, I think it'd be so exciting. And then if they cross the finish line and then one wins it by a margin of two or three points, that would, that would honestly be the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what do you think, Jackmo? Would you would you be happier if Verstappen secured the win this coming weekend? No, I mean I'd I'd be happy for him, but you know for the general idea of uh, of keeping that intensity high until the end, I I'd much rather prefer see uh, to see a final race where everything will be decided there. Yeah, I mean I, I think we can definitely see this race. Um or this season even going going down in the in the history books for for years to come yes definitely so should we maybe uh, just to wrap it up talk about this big announcement that uh, Alfa Romeo made with Giovinazzi leaving and now we have the whole grid confirmed for next season yeah. where uh, the first chinese driver comes in yeah i mean obviously it was what do you uh, think of that yeah, I, I mean, obviously it was huge news, you know. Um, I think, you know, there was a, a leak on Instagram about it about a week prior to it happening uh, from an alpha dealership in China advertising it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I reckon he's going to be good, you know, uh, Guan Yu Zhu or Zhao. Um, so a bit of his background, he got into Formula 2 in 2019 and won four races in his first season, made five trips to the podium. Uh, and he got his first win in Formula 2 in Sochi uh, of last year. Um, but, you know, online he, he faced a lot of criticism once this uh, change to or his spot at Alfa Romeo was confirmed uh, about, you know, this being a money move um, as he's bringing a lot of financial backing to the team. Uh, but uh, Oscar Piastri, who was who is currently leading the Formula Two Championship, you know he um, he defended him, uh, and he he said that uh, that the criticism Zhao faced was pretty unfair because he completely deserves a seat, and uh, I completely agree with that because you know he's he's second in the championship and he's got a good history behind him. But, you know, ultimately F1 is, is kind of a money sport. So, you know, I don't think uh, Nikita Mazepin, he didn't at all finish. He, I think, think he finished top four. He didn't win the championship in F2 when he was there. Yeah, he made it to F1. So 
I don't think it's always right. But at least uh, we see Oscar Piastri is still involved in F1. I saw this from their social media, the kind of funny uh, thing that they posted on their Instagram where he shows that this is the best internship ever and he gets to sit at their pit wall. So he's still in the environment. I think he's the reserve driver, right? Yeah, so for he, uh, Alpine yeah. next year, yeah. So he, he'll get this experience, which, I don't, you know, you can't really ask for much more apart from a seat. But if there's none available, that's the best you can get. Yeah, definitely. I have to be honest, I'm, I'm pretty happy for this new driver, you know. But, uh, you know, as an Italian, I have to say that I kind of feel bad for Joey Nazi. I think he, uh, he is, he's a great driver with great potential. It's sad to see him leave. Uh, it is what it is. You know, I think that this new driver, you have a great, a great season being next to uh, another great driver that, that Bottas is. Uh, he'll have a lot to learn and we'll definitely see big, big improvements, maybe from the team itself, but also from this, this specific uh, specific driver. Yeah, I mean, is there anything else you guys want to talk about or mention? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we covered most of it. I, I think that's it. I think we just need to, you know, um, see what happens next race. Um, and yeah, we'll stay updated. Okay, good. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.